Gobble gobble folks, thank you so much for listening to Video Games, a comedy show. Today's episode will be brought to you by our Patreon program, Super NPCs. Myself and Connor McCabe explore, deep dive into an ocean of Wii U stuff. So if that's the kind of thing that uh, butters your gravy, you've come to the right place. I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving, and I will see you next week with a brand new episode about a brand new topic. Bye-bye for now. This week on Super NPCs, we're talking about the Wii 2. back to Super NPCs, the show that you get here every week at Super NPC Radio at every tier, meaning that if you're listening to this, you are a part of our Patreon. So thank you so much uh, for your support to all of our patrons out there. Uh, couldn't do this without you, but you know what we could have done without you is the we. The <laughs> we you. Because that's the, <laughs> that's the topic for today's episode. We are going to be talking about the Nintendo's follow-up to their current most successful console of all time, the Wii U. Uh, the, this console just recently celebrated its 10th birthday. Yes, this little thing is 10 wow. years old, and I'm really excited to get into it. Um, I am one of your hosts of this show, Connor McCabe, and I know you're glad we're back. The reactivators are gone. We we spell, we dispersed of them for another month, mm-hmm. but they will. They always return, kind of like a evil in the world. Um, mm. but they're not evil. It's just the mm. best comparison I could find. Uh, I'm not alone though. I'm here with my uh, co-host with the coach most, Jeremy Schmidt. Hello, Connor. Thank you for having me. A uh, little update, I did secure at Jeremy Schmidt on Hive, so I'm oh, really nice. hoping Hive takes off because it'll be the first social media that I actually you got actually my that. my name. <laughs> you should go ahead and secure Ocarina of Crime as well. I should do that as well, yeah. and we should get VGA Comedy Show and, yeah. and Call Me By Your Game and all those two things, and all those things as well, just in case it, it pops off. You never yeah. know. You know, I because uh, I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter posting screenshots of their new Hive accounts, <laughs> and I've been thinking, well, if I do that, I'm definitely going to do it in silence and not post about it mm. um, until for sure the Titanic sinks, just because, right. I don't know. I'm being a little judgmental, but I'm like, ah, who needs this attention right now? Come on, guys. Totally. But, yeah, um, it's it's there's it probably won't take off like yeah. <laughs> like most things. If Twitter's probably going to be fine and we'll all just sit there forever, but just in case, I went and secured it because it, I It's a I great contingency plan. I didn't want to be like cuz like with Twitter, I was really late to getting there and I was like, yes. "Oh, this will blow over." And it didn't, and uh, what a mistake. You know, I mean, as we're talking, I'll go ahead and download the app now. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's gonna be very easy to find. Uh, is it Hive Social? Is that what? Yeah, it is? Hive Social. As as far as I know, there's I mean, few we've Hive had an, apps on there. We've had on pod uh, purchases. We've had on pod yeah. mm-hmm. revel like COVID 
positive tests happen. Remember right. when that happened with Jackie? I do. <laughs> was that I, this I, year or was last year? It was last year, and then but this year was my on on pod. Yes. Co- COVID. Episode. We've made so many uh, memories, but this is our first OnPod app download. Wow. Mm, and social media registration. <laughs> yes, this is going to be great. By the end of this, I will have registered uh, my whole family Hive accounts, including my future children that I may yes. never have. Yes, um, perfect. Jeremy, I'm I'm really happy and excited to have you on to give the Wii U its day in the sun today. I know we're going to be doing a couple episodes on the Wii U throughout the network, um, but as we do on this uh, show, we like to highlight consoles uh, when big anniversaries come up, or we've possibly done them when there's not been an anniversary and just felt like it, but it'll be a bit of an overview episode. Um, but before we get into it, I want to talk to I want to talk to you about a couple things, Jeremy, and I've got a couple, um, couple things the listeners will expect, maybe some things they won't, but the first thought at the top of my mind is that, because I think, you know, we were just looking over the schedule for the rest of the year, for at least Super NPCs. We just had everybody over to my place to play video games uh, mm. for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. My friend, I just can't believe how quickly the year's wrapping up and and how much fun we have to look forward to uh, for these la- this last month and a half or so. Oh, yeah. It feels like since Pokemon came out, we're kind of done with the big, massive releases. There yes. will be a f- couple more that I'm really interested in that I'm pretty much day one for, Crisis Core being one yes, of those Yes, that's my only one for sure, but I can't... W- I'm really excited about yeah, that. That's going to be cool. I think we're all going to enjoy the hell out of that. Um, but yeah, it just feels like, okay, we waited all year for these games, and yep. and in, in my case, and in, you know, in my case, some like uh, devices showed up, mm-hmm. and... And uh, and now it's just time to sit back and reap the benefits and yes and and, and I'm and it's kind of great because I'm pretty much locked for my game of the year picks yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. So now I'm not really rushing through anything. I'm sort of just leisurely taking my time with some yeah. things that, and I'm that I'm enjoying. Um, you know, uh, if you're listening to or if you listen to this week's uh, video games economy show, you probably have heard I'm. I'm tinking, I'm plinking away at God of War yes. uh, slowly but surely. Really just wishing I was having a better time with it. I really yeah. wish I was having a much mm-hmm. better time with it. And I can't, I can't really put my finger on what the issue is exactly other than to say nothing has really wowed me yet. But yes. um, but I'm I'm going to beat that game regardless. Yeah. So, you know, and there's probably a lot more game left to go. How are you feeling about the end of the year? I'm I'm feeling similarly. It feels like, you know, a lot of the last big drops have happened. So there's not too much that there's nothing that I feel required to play by the end of the year. There are mm-hmm. a couple things that I do at least want to get some experience with before we hit our grand two-part game of the year episode on video right. games a comedy show. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to um <laughs> this is going to sound like a broken record. I definitely want to play Stray, which came out oh, sure. in, over the summer. And I I have like an IM 8-bit like special edition that's supposed to ship sometime this month. <laughs> so I might play that. I also want to try uh, Roller Drome right. um, and Ollie Ollie World. Those are the ones that are sticking out to me now. Yeah. Um, but also it's kind of a fun time of the year because we can, you know, well, I am I am – also playing through God of War. I'm also playing The Last Guardian for our next Games Club episode that'll yeah, come out next week. That's right. Um, 
but it's a nice time of the year where you can play what you want, whether that's mm-hmm. like you're on a quest to finish uh, finish a game or you want to catch up on stuff you missed or just go back to like an old favorite. It's really nice. Yeah, I'm thinking, I mean, and that's what's so great about like I, I, I made three purchases that pretty much like I'm more excited about than the new releases that came out. So like yes. the analog pocket, my PlayStation with its ODE oh, yes. installed. And I got these, I got this crazy PS2 memory card free McBoot hack thing that'll like allow me to, it's two PS2 memory cards. You put them into your PS2 and then you can just play games off of an SD card. Oh, that's awesome. So now I just have the entire PlayStation 2 library. So now I have those both hooked up. I have these great retro brawl, I have this great retro brawler controller that allow me to play wireless on my ps1 and ps2 so it's just like i just have all this stuff that i can do and tinker around with and so i'm i'm really like you know i'm i'm really excited for when like i guess comedy and and work stuff starts to die down a little bit so that i can really just relax and take some time off and and dive into these things because i've i've it's like that it's like that thing where you know like when you're too busy to enjoy your Christmas present or whatever, and you're like, I want to get to it, but I got to eat grandma's food first and then I can go play. (laughs) Like that's, that's, that's my feeling right now. Yes. Um, You're on the cusp of getting to that point. It's nice that we have the Thanksgiving holiday this week so that we, and this, this will be coming out on Thanksgiving. So happy Turkey day to you. Happy Turkey day. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're just eating too much and feeling (laughs) sick. I hope um, you're. Fe- I hope you're very thankful for the Wii U today. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. That's the first thing on people's minds. Um, uh-huh. So that's that's like a nice uh, appetizer, if you will, on that moment of peace and gaming that you're discussing. And then, yeah, hopefully around the Christmas holiday uh, and whatever anyone celebrates, like you'll have that chance too. And I'm stoked. But um, that so that's sort of what I, I just. Wanted to just chat about that a little bit, but Jeremy, I think mm. we got to cut to an important yeah. segment. Um, beep 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 oh, beep beep beep, beep 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 beep. Analog Pocket Watch. We're <laughs> here at your, uh, your everyone's favorite segment, the Analog Pocket Watch, where Connor and Jeremy uh, give updates on the status of the uh, handheld from Analog that we have both been waiting for for almost. For over 11 months now. Yes. Uh, today today marks 11 months in one day. But Jeremy, um, mm. we both have pocket watch updates. Um, I would love to cut to you uh, for, for your pocket watch update. What's the status on your analog pocket? I mean, it's here, baby. It's Ooh! here. It's in the house. It's in the hands. Uh, I, I really, I, I don't, there's like a weird, spo- it's not a spoiler about the analog pocket. I just I I do I can't wait for you to get it so we can yeah. really discuss together. But I'll say this: it's the thing had, did not disappoint. It's a little bit more robust than I thought it was going to be. It, it's way way good in the hands. Like Ooh. I I kind of always thought the pocket should have been designed like a GBA Model One. I've had like, this thought this week, but yeah, can please. Um and and. In some ways, maybe it should have been, but like yeah. I love, I I remember, I'm remembering while playing it how much I love the form factor of the original Game Boy, and to be honest with you, it 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 feels great. It's the perfect weight. The display is so nice, and mm. the and the the GD dock is incredible, oh. and it really brings to life 
some of these games that like you know like i'm playing i'm playing like mother three like big on the tv which is really fun and um that's incredible. of course all on analog stuff syncs up just perfect to the um uh what is it the retro bit what's uh what's our a bit though control yeah, yeah they basically have like some sort of working agreement with them where it's just like it's just it's perfect so um I'm I'm loving it. I have a little case for it, and inside the case, it's the pocket, and then two cartridges. One is my Game Boy Game Boy Color EverDrive, and one yes. is the GBA EverDrive. So I can well, just swap those out. What more um, do you need in your life? Yeah, I I, I would say uh, you know as I, I when you I got first the white got, one, right? I got the white one, which Gorgeous. is a, it's beautiful. Um, right away, I just blasted through Kirby's Dreamland on the Game Boy. Just played yes, through the whole game, did. and I was just like. This is great, and and uh, and Super Mario Land. Um, it's it's so great to revisit those games too, with with that thing specifically, because you know that other hardware is just showing its age now a little bit, and it's sort of you know the displays weren't always great on those older older Game Boys and Game Boy Advance. So this is like a really nice, uh, it's a really nice package. Uh, Connor, let's turn it over to you. Any updates on the pocket watch yes uh the listener didn't get to be you know in the fury of me freaking out wondering (laughs) if mine is ever going to show up because jeremy and i ordered ours on the same day probably within an hour of each other and jeremy had started to receive these updates of that his was prepping to ship and and that his shop app was updating meanwhile i hadn't (laughs) heard a gosh darn thing and was starting to wonder because i've also coincidentally I don't think I gave you these details. Uh, both my debit and credit card were renewed this year. So it was like, you know, every three mm. or five years, your mm-hmm. cards just update. And so I was first speculating, oh, no, did they not charge us yet for the pocket? And then when they went right. to charge it, was it a card that num- was my card expired? Right. Um, and they weren't using the new one that I had. So I was freaking out. I didn't have these emails or that my shop app had an update at, updated at all. Right. Um, so I went and emailed pocket support and was like, Hey, here's my order number. Here's this, this, and that. I'm just want to, f- I'm just want to make sure that yeah. there's not like an issue with my order before they could even email me back. I think like the day before they emailed me, I finally got an update that was <gasps> like, Hey, yours is to ship November 20th. So here's oh! the last chance to make your, uh, Make an address change. Oh or shit! Okay. So, so which is which was great. And so then they very politely got back to me in an email, and I was like, I am so embarrassed. Yeah. But at the day before you got back to me, th- I got my email with all yes. my information, and and it cleared everything up. Uh, I for some reason I was just like expecting to get the same email the same day as you did, right? Um, but didn't. So long story short, my thing it's- was. It, you know, prepping to ship yesterday. So we'll see. I would assume I'll get it within a couple weeks, you know. Oh, I, yeah. If not, if not this very week, I mean, I mean, maybe with the yours? holidays, it'll be it'll be tough. But that's incredible, buddy. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. What an achievement. This is going to be so great. What are I mean, I, I know you're you've got your eyes sets on Mother 3 as I do as well. But yes. like, what is going to be your very first? Are you going to play anything else on it to just 
toy around? I think so. I'll probably put in some uh, ga- original Game Boy games, yes. maybe some Game Boy Color stuff. Great. But a game that I've never played through that I've been borrowing from Patrick Ellers for a full year <laughs> uh-huh. is a hard copy of Metroid Zero Mission. Oh, great. So that or Fusion I'll probably throw on this little pocket Dude. just to see how it goes. But I'm really excited. And, man, I mean, it looks like we might only have one more uh, analog pocket watch segment coming to us. Uh, unless, like, mine disappears and then I'm updating us forever. Which, I mean, let's not even put that into the universe. No. That's not going to happen. <laughs> You're going to get it soon. And I'll tell you this, like, before I got mine, I was like, I, was like, I can't even imagine what my life is going to be like yes i get it and then once you get it you're like this This rocks i'm excited Uh, i'm excited to have it uh and it's weird it's weird having it now and not having that to look forward to yeah is sort of like i mean we got you you got to give it up to that dopamine rush of having something on its way and just the anticipation of it uh but, but but luckily unlike most things when this thing arrived it wasn't like a letdown at all it was just like oh this is mm. this is great i'm just i'm just happy to have it now it's safe in the house it's i'm 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 getting on a flight tomorrow to go to my oh, folks house oh. and it's the only thing i'm bringing dude i'm going did i tell you i'm going to new york in december no. like right before christmas oh that's yes. sick yes my girlfriend amanda and i are going to stay with her brother in brooklyn and then Ooh. her other her sister and her husband are coming, so we're all gonna go. Um, and that's I'm planning just to bring this as well. Good, yeah, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, it, it's cool because I I want to get to know it better. I want to be intimately acquainted with this yes. analog pocket. Um, and the and the only reason I would bring my switch is just for Pokemon, which I think, I I I think I'm going to. I'm going to play through that Pokemon game, but it's gonna take. It's gonna be a while. It's not gonna. I'm yeah, not gonna, I'm not jumping on that right away. So. Awesome. Uh, yeah, man. Wow. What fun, uh, Jeremy. Well, um, you know, now that we've concluded our uh, analog pocket watch segment for today, yes. what do you say we hop into our uh, main event? Let's do it. Okay, so today, you know, like we already said up top, we are going to be getting in to, uh, for a little overview episode about the Wii U, Nintendo's follow-up to their most successful console of all time, the Wii um, this is the uh, this is the eighth generation. Uh, this takes place in the eighth generation of video game consoles, um, and was released on November eighteenth, twenty twelve. Hence the whole tenth wow. birthday thing. Um, Jeremy, before we get into uh, like the Wii U itself, I would like to know from you: um, Were you looking forward to this console? Or did you have a Wii at the time? Where were you with Nintendo or or games in general? I was, I graduated college in 2013, I believe, gotcha. was like the year I graduated. So uh, to set the scene, I'm I'm sort of like playing, I, I, I have a PS3 and a Wii, and I have a ton of games for both, and I'm loving games at the time. But yes. at the, in, in this particular set of like, I would say three years, like 2012 to 2014, I'm like, trying to figure out life stuff. And so I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, and like I have a girlfriend at the time, nice. tragedies, tragedy strikes her family. Oh. We end up having to move in together super quick. Oh, like, yeah. which was a weird thing. Like 
I happen to be out of a place and she happened to be out of a place because of a death in the family. Oh, no. Really terrible stuff, but we ended up moving in together and I just needed a job. So I was kind of working, like working a lot. Like, yeah. and I remember, um, and I, but I remember once I stabilized, I think it was about 2014 or okay. so. I went out and I bought a Wii U. Ooh. And I bought it on a credit card and I just like, I'll pay this off later. Yes. I, you know, um, I don't want to say it was a drunken purchase, but it was like a, it was like a <laughs> spur of the moment. Like I didn't, I didn't go into Best Buy thinking I was going to buy it. Yes. And then I just did. Um, <laughs> I love it. And I, uh, yeah, it, I, I, I was not excited about this console coming out. This console, uh, as we'll talk about, I think was, is marred by, confusing marketing i wasn't quite sure what this was yes. when it was coming out and then when i found out what it was it didn't look super great to me so i when i ended up buying it games had come out for it already that i was looking forward to so yes eventually it did sell me on the games a little bit but i i was not a day one for this what about you what's your history you know somewhat similar i was a i mean i loved the wii I will say that I got a lot more use out of uh, the Wii. Well, actually, I had a couple different like um, periods of Wii usage. The first half of the Wii's life, I was actually playing first-party games. I was also using it for the virtual console. But then when the second the second half of the Wii's life, it was sort of just like my casual gaming console mm -hmm. that I would play GameCube games on or the virtual console or just replay like... Uh, Twilight Princess again. Yeah, um, right. I was not... There's a lot of big Wii titles that I originally missed. So by the time that the Wii U was coming out, not only was I not as plugged into Nintendo at the time, but mm -hmm. I, I had just got an Xbox 360 August of that year. So I was really in on the... just. Uh, this was my me finally dipping my toe into like one of the other big uh, consoles. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm always dipping my toes and stuff. As yeah, you know. just toes only, though. Toes only, and it's fine. Nothing's happening. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so I was not only not as up on Nintendo, but I was just playing this retro stuff that I liked or mm -hmm. stuff on the 360 like uh, Fable. No, I was already done with Fable, but like Halo 3 and 4, Skyrim. Like, that's yeah. where I was. Right. And so um, when this thing was even announced, I – it. I wasn't interested in the slightest. It, it's not that I was um, like, oh, this looks crappy. Uh, but I think that, A, I was, like a lot of people, confused as to exactly what it was. Yeah. And, B, just like wasn't – there was nothing coming out that I wanted that I would have been sold on uh, getting. So yeah. that's where I was. And I didn't also end up getting the console until 2014 when – uh smash 4 came out for the wii u oh that's the same year huh that smash yes. 4 came out yeah mm -hmm. i mean that must have been the year i got i got my wii u as well um like i i did get it before the playstation 4 came out i think yeah because uh, that would have been oh that would have been fall 2013 the, the playstation that, 4 yeah I when, think that, when the xbox one came out so then, uh, yeah, my timeline might be a little weird here. Maybe I did get the Wii U in 2013. Hmm. Uh, I, I got. I remember I got. I got it. 
I might have been. I might have got it when the PS4 came out, and that also wasn't super appealing to me right away. Oh yeah. Um, and eventually it would be, and I think there was also like a question about like around that time too, like how mu- into games am I going to be? Like how much more am I going to keep buying games forever? Like yeah. Um, and and this is also a pre comedy. So I hadn't even decided hadn't I wanted to do com- yeah, they hadn't <laughs> invented comedy yet. Everything was just drama yeah. and crime. And interesting I, time. I, interesting time. Not a lot of laughs. Um <laughs> I uh I started comedy in in Oct I, I did my first open mic Halloween twenty thirteen, wow. but then didn't come back <laughs> until twenty fourteen to do more stand up. Okay. Um so yeah, I this was a, a very weird time where I was trying to figure out some stuff, kind of like Nintendo might have been yes. trying to figure out their stuff as well. Uh, did you like? Did you think? What did you think this was? Did you always know that this was just like a follow up new console to the Wii? I I thought this was like an updated Wii. I can't exactly tell you what was going <laughs> through my head, but there was confusion because I was either confused that. A, is this just like an added gamepad to the Wii? Is this right. just like, is th- is this a brand new console? Right, what, yeah. Whatever it was, because I is originally- Is it a handheld think, thing? Yes. I remember thinking that, is it a handheld thing? And if you think back at that time too, so Nintendo fucks up their whole naming convention yeah. right here. Xbox does the same thing. I don't know if you remember this, but the drama about the Xbox One versus- the original Xbox and the confusion oh, yes. around the naming oh, yeah. of the Xbox One. And you wonder, it's like PlayStation 4 won that whole console cycle. It's like, you kind of wonder why. It's like, that was the only one that was clear, clearly yes. the next version of a console. Like, Xbox One didn't also telegraph, like, hey, this is this is the eighth generation of an Xbox. You know what I yes. mean? Like, uh, mm-hmm. so, confusing time. Very confusing. Uh yeah, it and it, like I said, it, it wouldn't. It would take until both Mario, the next Mario Kart, and the next Smash were out for me to. Smash was a system seller. That's why I got the console, but because uh, I was still playing Brawl on my mm. Wii just all the time. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, very confusing time. Uh, very strange, and yeah, it it ended up obviously not being super great for Nintendo. This there was not just confusion for, you know, the the people who are not as into games at the time like us, but people who were into video games, the media, press, everyone was confused as to what the heck this thing was. <laughs> um now it did do a few here's some few interesting things about the console. This is Nintendo's first first console to support HD graphics, which is which is still so mind-blowing that the Wii didn't have HD graphics, although I'm certain yeah. that's probably why they were able to keep their price point down, or at least a reason. Right. Um, the primary controller, as you may know, is the Wii U gamepad. So a sort of, you know, very similar to what the Switch looks like, as a, but if you didn't detach the Joy-Con, if they were always attached. Um, but this isn't something you could take on the go. It still needed to be within range to actually... Uh, be able to communicate with the console itself. Um, Yeah, and you had people, like, going to conventions or being on airplanes with, like, power packs, a backpack with a Wii U in it, plugged into a 
power pack and then playing Wii U games on an air. It was like the most inconvenient, unfortunate yeah. person, like <laughs> trying to make this thing an on the go system yeah. when it just wasn't. It's very strange. Um, now, it's funny that you had mentioned um, Microsoft and Xbox having their flub with their naming convention, um, uh, like as well. But something that both Nintendo and Microsoft did with their new consoles was instead of focusing on the games and mm-hmm. what was going to be good about that, they were focusing on integrating this more into our lives and making it compatible yeah. with your TV. And, you know, a cool feature of this thing, which I barely, honestly barely ended up using at the time, right. <laughs> was uh, you could end up playing... Sure, the gamepad was great because it could be a second screen for your game. It could have ways to interact with it. But also, for most games... If you wanted to put something else on the TV, you could just have your whole game on your gamepad in front of you, which I did you end up using that like more with like roommates and stuff. Yeah. Um, or if I was like, oh, I'm sort of playing like something that I'm not really listening to it or like I, I remember playing Paper Mario on the virtual console sure. and putting the little gamepad on a on a stand on a <laughs> and so I could watch like sports while I played it. Um, oh sure yeah but it was just you know very strange that both nintendo and you could because you could also control your tv apparently i use that function more than the remote function i mean the the ability to make your gamepad a remote i use that more than playing games on just the gamepad while someone else is watching the tv if that makes sense (laughs) it does i never used it in that way i don't think i even tried honestly so it was this whole yeah. feature that they pitched that was uh, not utilized by me and probably underutilized by a lot of people. But right. Yeah. yeah, Microsoft and Xbox both making similar, a couple similar mistakes going into this. As, yeah. You know, the Xbox. Microsoft one was uh, like the Wii. I feel like the Wii U at least was just confusing and yes. didn't irritate people. The Xbox one really got under people's skin because they were like, it's going to always be connected to the internet. It's going to have connect and a camera always watching your t- living room. It's going to be for services. And like nobody wanted any of that shit. Yeah. Um, the Wii U, I will say, is like kind of good ideas that were executed very clunkily. Because I will say, like, there's still that weird thing when you're playing a Wii U game of like some games just mirror the gamepad what's on the tv so you'll be like playing a game on your tv and look and like while something's staring down at you from your lap is the game again and it's just so distracting and weird and you can't turn it off that is a strange thing about it is that you can't there's there is an option uh if you are playing uh if you go into like the Wii cuz this a cool you know a small cool feature about this is it was backwards compatible with yeah. the Wii so but it also had to go into like its own Wii menu it couldn't mm-hmm. just like play the disc it's very bizarre i know you had to emulate a Wii <laughs> and yes. what sucked about that is that the Wii was dark it was yes. darker like when you went into the Wii ecosystem I remember comparing it to my actual Wii at the time, yeah. like turning on both and being like, why does this look like absolute hell? And it, I, I, that was confounding to me. 
Um, I think that's yeah. spilled over into that's why that's spilled over into the virtual console stuff too on the Wii U. Super dark and super clumsy as well. Um, apl- I definitely I applaud them for trying to do DS stuff on that. Um, yes, e- eShop because yes. that is that was psychotic. But uh, the, <laughs> the rest of it was like uh, was like kind of just a flub in many ways and i you know and i mean we'll probably talk about all that stuff but it's like i this console had some great games and i had some great times with it yes yeah sure and for sure it was not as bad as in my memory it's not as bad as people make it out to be absolutely you know i know we have began this discussion with like five to ten minutes of like hey here's how they fucked up yeah because they did and it's really it is very difficult not to think about and discuss this weird console without getting out the mistakes that were made that really i mean that made it nintendo's worst selling console of all time that being said I know that both of us have a lot of affinity for this thing and we both really like it. And now is like the best time to have a Wii U because there's a lot that, you know, Nintendo used to have available or whether it's functionality or services that are, that are a disappearing come the Mm. spring once like the virtual console actually closes and B are just not available on the switch. Um, because I mean, we even, I, I made it a point to uh, make us play the Wii U when we came when we had friends over I know. for <laughs> yeah for my birthday the other day and yeah so but I just it, I love this thing I I love it too and I was happy to play Nintendo Land for the first time because I hadn't played it before yes but even that shit was like fucking was, hard to it, figure it out rough. like all the Wii modes like trying to connect up to it it was like this is why this is why this thing didn't make it didn't survive is because the technology to make this thing really go uh wasn't really there and i think like the idea that that we modes were still in play was another confusing thing about the console we're like i'll you know you i think it sounds like you had more multiplayer experiences with your wii u than i did yes i had only single player experiences with it because at the time i remember like being out in la I didn't have fucking Wiimotes lying around anymore. Like I bought yeah. a I bought a Wii U and I had a gamepad and I didn't buy a pro controller ever for it. And so yes. I just had one controller and no one to you know, to me it was a single player console mainly. And um the idea that you yeah, again, you could like use Wiimotes was I think even that was sort of lost on me that that was an option. Yeah, like the the previous controller was going to be fully compatible with this thing and then necessary for some functionality was is very I don't even remember if it came with one. I I don't know if it did. I don't think it did. What my, my the the Wii U I bought out in LA did not. Okay, interesting. I think my guess is that it it didn't because yeah. I I have the um the black uh, 32 gig Wii right. U and that yeah. I would definitely have like a black Wii mode if it were the case and I just got oops all whites um, oops all whites uh, but yeah this um, I, I love I ended up you know really falling in love with this thing so like I think it would be fun to talk about some highlights or, or anything that you really want to highlight f- for the console itself even if it's just like a function or memories yeah. or anything Oh man, definitely. And I and I and again, yeah, you're right to maybe 
a, not apologize, but be like, look, like, like I, it's fun to talk about how it failed as much as it is negative to just focus yes. on that. But I also think uh, now that we've said a lot of what failed about it, um, ta- I mean, the only thing we haven't talked about, I guess, is just like the poor uh, Nintendo. What is it called? The Wii eShop or is it yeah, called? the the eShop, the eShop. Yeah, yeah. Like how bad those those games would run off of the eShop. So like the N sixty four games, for example, mm, ran like yes. super crap. It's like the worst way to play some of those games. But other than that, I mainly have positive experiences with this thing. So it's like I'm I'm excited to talk about just the games in general. Um, that would be great. Uh, starting out, I think like the thing I noticed about the Wii right away in a broad a Wii U. Uh, in a broad, like general sense, is that games looked awesome on it. Like, I like all the games that were first party games for the Wii U, um, looked and played amazing. Like, yes. I really like. I remember being very like wowed by Super uh, New Super Mario Brothers U. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what's the uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker yes, HD. Wind Waker HD. Those are the first two games I played on the console. I think my console came with New Super Mario's U. Oh, cool. And then I bought Wind Waker HD and played them back to back and like lost my mind. Thought it was such a good, so, so fun. Such a good time. They This console really did what just had gorgeous games especially yeah. like the first party stuff like you're talking about colorful beautiful yeah it was cool to see them take advantage of hd yeah. capabilities for the first time i like i've already said i love the wii but it looks th- everything on that just has stuff like such a soft finish and even the colors even in the colorful games like i'm mm-hmm. thinking of mario galaxy feels slightly muted compared to what we would be getting with like yeah new super mario bros u or super mario 3d world and what was the first game you played on the wii u what was your introduction to it it was definitely i think my wii u it was it was like already two years deep they had cut the price of it and they were just Mm -hmm. trying to get people to buy it yeah so mine was a um mario kart 8 uh yeah, that's just what it's called in the Wii U. Mario Kart right. 8 package. So mm-hmm. it came with Mario Kart 8, but it also came with Nintendo Land, which you and I got to play the other day. Yes. So those are definitely the first two games that I played. Ended up playing way more Mario right. Kart 8. I loved that thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, even just like we were, not to harp on it too much, but we were just, we were trying to play Nintendo Land, and I realized why I only spent a little time with it. There's only a few games you can play with a group of people yeah. without the Wii sensor, the Wii Motion Sensor Plus, and yeah, and it's just like I actually own two of those things, and that might that's two more than your average person. So <laughs> it was just so silly yeah. to me that that was like you know for especially for a launch title was there, but that was the, a very late Wii sort of tech piece yes. of tech that like I think. Like I didn't have that until Skyward Sword came out, and it I think Same it here. came with my Skyward Sword. Yeah, is like the the Wii Motion Plus. So if you were a late adopter to the Wii, all of the new Wii Motes internally had the Motion Plus inside of them. But if you were an OG Wii person, like most people were, I think you yeah. didn't have that technology, and it was, and it must have been very confusing to all that whole period of just like, do I have it? Do I not? Should I get it? 
is it yeah. worth it? What do, like, I need, what do I even need it for? What do for? I need it for? Yeah, Because, like, exactly. some games on that, at least Nintendo Land, uh, were d- didn't require that. And then others did, which, you know, I yeah. just wanted to play with people. And right. even the other day, I was like, oh, this was – it was literally – like reliving my past experience of getting like my family or friends to play was that we played uh-huh. a little bit of like the Mario Chase, uh, Luigi's Mansion, um, and then kind of after that was just rough. Uh, yeah, couldn't even play some of them. But that being said, those are my first two, and I definitely got a lot of the same sim- or similar virtual console games onto my Wii U yeah. to be able to play them as well. But I mean, truly, Jeremy, until. I think for the longest time, I only had three Wii U games. It was uh-huh. those two and then Smash, which I think I yeah. went to on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, mm-hmm. went and got that from Target. Uh, Perfect. And so, and with a with a Link Amiibo, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I, and I had that Link Amiibo as well. Is it the one where he's like in the air kind of yes. jumping? Yeah. That's the only Amiibo I ever bought. Um, oh, wow. It's to this day? To this day, yeah, I've only I only have that Link one, um, you know. I but there wasn't a lot of games on the Wii U, so like the Wii also had this problem. So like it's not like it doesn't make or break a console to not have just a a dumpster truck load of games yes. on it, uh, especially if you're Nintendo. Like Nintendo on the Wii, I remember the PS3 was like you couldn't play games fast enough; they were yeah. coming out too fast. <laughs> The Wii was like you had to wait. I remember it was like almost it's like once a month something would come out on the Wii and I'd go to GameStop and trade in whatever the last thing I played and get the new thing. Yeah. And so I remember like it'd be like Goldeneye came out on the Wii and so you I got that and played it. Sucks. Bring it back. <laughs> Kirby's Epic Yarn comes out. You know what I mean? Like it was just like yes. it was like such a drip feed. And the Wii U was a little worse. So I only, I mean, you know, my Wii U collection was only ever, I think, six or seven games. Period. Yeah. At this point, I own five actual Wii U games, and one of them is a digital copy of uh, Wind Waker HD. Nice. Um, like I was telling you last night, I was just just going crazy. Favorite, like watch listing. A million Wii U games that were cheap that I already got yeah. like some offers, uh, some like percentage off. Because that's a nice thing about eBay. People yeah. don't know if you watch some items, if someone's desperate to sell it, they'll offer you a discount on top of that. So, yeah. anyway, I also only owned a few games. Um, and originally, actually, starting out, the Wii U was supposed to have better support for it from third parties. Like I think EA had announced some yeah. big support for it, and Rayman. Uh, Legends was supposed to be a big launch title that ended up continuing to get delayed and then eventually was not a console exclusive uh, at all. So they had a lot of like hiccups like that there. You know, you look at the Wii U now and there are there's a lot of great games on there. They ended up doing their best sort of like Nintendo has done with their flubbed consoles, which sort of <laughs> riding the ship as best as it can the second half of its life. But right. even then it was tough. Um, speaking of Amiibo, Jeremy, I, I, t- small thought is that, A, I'm so surprised you only have one. I would have struck me as like a 10 Amiibo guy. At um, least. But uh, the second thing is just that to talk about that feature at all. This was Nintendo's yeah. um, jump into the toys to life craze. And... 
the Wii U gamepad actually had a little, uh, I think it's called NFC. Mm-hmm. NFC reader. I almost said NFT. Goo. NFT reader. Please, no. Um, I would uh, like an NFT of the Wii U, I'll tell you that. Oh, please. If that, <laughs> uh, that'll get me into <laughs> NFTs finally. I'll dump thousands. The, uh, the M... Uh, the Amiibos... Are, are compatible with all of Nintendo's products since they came out. So like yes. the Wii U, the 3DS, and the Switch all have this capability to yeah. read these. And they do interact with the games in some limited way. They're, I, I mean, I get the sense they're more about collecting them, like Beanie Babies kind of. Um, they definitely are now i think yeah. originally they used to have more functionality like you'd get a costume or an right. extra level or some small feature but yeah now i think they're pretty much just like cosmetic cool things like i have five of them i can see all five from here i think uh-huh. i've told you about you've probably seen these the the I link so. we mentioned mm-hmm. i have the uh link from the link's awakening hd right remake I have a, I actually have the Twilight Princess Midna and Wolf Link one. That's right. Which is still you, boxed. That, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I have Ness and Lucas, and that's that's my five. Oh, amigos. great. Yeah. If I had <laughs> to have more, if I was going to get more, I, there are definitely a ton that I would have loved to have. Like, there's a Dark Souls one. There's really? A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a, what's his name? The, the I don't know. The guy doing the sun pose or whatever. Yeah, there's a few cool ones. Um, there's Cloud and Sephiroth both have their ami- amiibos oh. or whatever. Um, but yeah, I I didn't ever use the amiibo functionality for anything. I I never felt like I needed that. I think I did it one time for Breath of the Wild on Switch. Oh yeah, I like me too. used Link to get whatever it was. It was like a Pona or like something special. You, there was a couple. I can't remember exactly what what it was, but I did the same thing. Yeah, or an outfit. You got like the Twilight Princess outfit or something. Oh, that sounds for like using it. Makes it. Sense. Yeah, which was good because in that game, I don't think you got your green tunic right away, or maybe ever. You needed something somehow, some way to get that. Um, yeah, that's right. But yeah, uh, I will say that at first glance, it seemed like they were doing something really cool with this third-party support. Yeah, I I remember something that scared me right away or like worried me right away was the PS3 and Xbox 360 had been out for almost a decade at that point. And they were on their way out. And, uh, the, (laughs) uh, this system came out and they were like, guess what guys now we're in HD. And it was like, yeah, but you're, (laughs) putting games out everyone's already played yes so their launch lineup looks sort of impressive until you consider that most of us have already played these games it would have been more impressive if you were somebody who had been away from games for a long time or were a nintendo only person mm-hmm. but i'm just gonna quickly breeze through the lineup so we know Please. kind of what was around at launch so you had assassin's creed 3 Batman Arkham City Armored Edition, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Epic Mickey 2. You had a game called Sports Connection, a game uh, FIFA 13, a game called Funky Barn, Game Party Champions, Just Dance 4, Mass Effect 3 Special Edition, New Super Mario Bros. U, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge, Nintendo Land, Rabbids Land, Scribblenauts Unlimited, Sing Party, Skylanders, Giants, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, 
Transformers Prime, the game. Warriors Orochi 3 Hyper, Wipeout 3, Your Shape Fitness Evolved, and Zombie U. Um, that looks like that's a good day one launch lineup. At least two of those games, any one person might be interested in getting. Um, I, at that point, had played Arkham City, Mass Effect 3, Epic mm. 52. You know what I mean? I'd already played those. So for me, it was New Super Mario Brothers U., and Zombie U. I remember Zombie U yes. being this fun, cool thing that came out for it. When you actually played it, it was just okay, but like it it, it used the gamepad functionality a lot, which was yes. fun. At the Classic time. like early system launch game to use the like the new functionality like super well or just to have it fully integrated. Yeah, you're right. Like and I yeah, unless you were a Nintendo only person. If you were going to play any of those big games that you named those th- huge third party titles, right? Why would you play them on the Wii U? And yeah. I know that like I don't know if it was the Arkham Knight, but one of the Batman games was definitely like often these were like pared down slightly versions of the releases that you had gotten mm-hmm. on the previous generation. So mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> that didn't help and I think a lot of that initial third party support uh died down too right. which is a bummer um yeah i mean it was just too weird i think making stuff just like the wii was too weird to like it's like we can make our games for these consoles that have like controllers with yeah button <laughs> layouts that make sense or we could make it for this gamepad thing um and i'll be honest i don't think i ever played any third party games on this i think everything i did oh, was yeah. first party like I'm no stranger to playing third-party shit on Nintendo consoles because GameCube <laughs> is actually I. amazing for that. Yeah. Um, that that was kind of the last time it was. There was I even played some sports stuff on the Wii, but sure. by the time we got to the Wii U, it was just like, why would you? If you have another option and you really got to play a game, don't do it on. It's just not what this console is for. Right. Um. Let's uh, let's continue to highlight some of the games though that came out on it because I think that's to me the most fun about Please, this. So, yes. Uh. <laughs> Starting with New Super Mario Brothers U, I just want to say, like, that quickly became one of my all-time favorite Mario games. And, like, I think it's because of just how much fun... Like, it, it like, won me over right away, and I have a lot of its nostalgia now connected to that game. Yes. Um, it felt very validating when Jeremy Parrish came out with his giant Mario list, oh, yeah. and he ranked that number one. Like, that was... I, I know that was kind of a troll move, but it is, like... It's a great mario game it's great on the switch and it's also it's available now on the switch but uh at the time really fun playing that on the wii u i have three copies of that game i just like it so much do you have the Um, luigi version i do well yeah most of them come with luigi u yes which again that's another weird thing about the wii u there was this whole year of luigi 2013 baby 2013 yeah so nuts that and all that was was just like kind of like Kaizo-ish Mario levels inside New Super Mario Bros. And they were fun. I still need to really go through and play through that whole thing because I yeah. haven't yet. But it's it's it was a lot of fun. I um, love that game, by the way. And actually replayed it. This is going to be a theme. Like think something that could pop up on this episode a lot is uh, just all of the ports that eventually went to Switch. There are like 
there's a bunch of great games on the Wii U that were eventually ported as like big Switch titles, right? Um, that were already out. You know, a lot of them have like some supplementary content or some like new modes, but this is one of them that I've mm-hmm. played on Switch and replayed recently this year. It's it yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, do you mind if I say one on the tail of that? I was gonna say let's just trade go back and forth. Well, we got one you just did a games club episode on that's coming out tomorrow. Uh Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't own this for <laughs> Wii U. I missed it, but did you own it for Wii U? No, also missed okay, it. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah. Well, I we can definitely say that this is an all timer for sure. So and good. This this is such a great yeah, such a great Wii U title and definitely, you know, were like made that console gave that console something to make it really beefy more worth the price of admission um yeah do you, are, are this how where does this stack up for you tropical freeze oh so i've only played and recently about a world and a half but i will tell oh. you that world and a half that i played uh is i enjoyed it far more than anything i did in returns <laughs> <laughs> i sort of famously was not the biggest i ended up liking returns but there was a lot of frustration with that yeah. game but uh no, Tropical Freeze is phenomenal. They they added funky mode for the Switch. Yeah. Um, there's that. I mean, we already Mario Kart 8 was like it's still getting new content on the Switch. Right. Yeah. Did you see this uh, morning they announced the next I wave? I did. I yeah. can't wait. Wave 3 baby is coming. Uh Mario Kart 8 just to if if you want to pivot to that, that game is that blew me away when it came out. Yeah. It it looked so clean and so crisp it played so well um that um, it instantly became my favorite oh Mario yeah cart yeah like just it's so it, good it just blew everything else out of the water and like yeah it doesn't have the best battle mode and yeah i mean you know double dash is way more freaky which is more fun <laughs> but like this is as in terms of like a prestige mario kart like eight doesn't get oh, any better than eight eight's yeah. so great and i and like they had this great DLC package for it where you could be Lincoln. I mean, it just felt like they were finally making a Mario Kart for everyone. Like listening to the fans, like, oh man, like, yeah, it was it was a good time. I'm 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 trusting you had a good time with this as well. I did. I played this so much, both on the gamepad and on the TV. I this was an easy one to always to get anyone to play with you. So yeah, yeah huge fan of Mario Kart Eight, and then of course the subsequent deluxe. Um, right. There's, I mean, we can keep naming these ports that came, but like Pikmin Three, which I've only ever played on the Switch as well. Yeah, same with me. Even though I understand that to be a great Wii U game, yes. I'm sure that used the gamepad really well too. Totally. Um, yeah. Um, didn't play it on the Wii U though. There, there's uh, oh, S- Super Mario, uh, 3D World. Yeah. Okay. So. I did play this on oh. the Wii U. Played the hell out of it. Beat the hell of it. You didn't play this on the Wii U, right? Just Switch. Yeah, that is. So this was the big Mario game to come out on the Wii U. Like, yes, they had the 2D one, which was weird because I think, like, even I at first thought that the 2D one was a remake of the Wii one. Oh, sure, yeah. Because again, the naming of them just was—they really blew it with the Wii and Wii U stuff. But they did. But new Super Mario. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Super Mario 3D World was incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. it really was like 
one of the better Mario games I think ever made. And it's in a style of a Mario game I don't particularly like, which is that like almost like isometric fixed camera yes. 3D Mario, which is like not in my mind the most fun. Like I'm a I'm a Sunshine, you know, 64 Odyssey guy. Yes. But but like it really was like best case scenario for a game style I don't necessarily prefer. Um and like the cat suit was so great. I really yes. feel like they nailed the hell out of the vibe of that. The soundtrack was incredible. It was oh. so much jazz and like felt yeah, it was a that's a that's a great game. And then they came and they made it even better with like that that like Bowser's Fury edition yes. thing that they mm-hmm. brought to Switch. That's a game that I I need to revisit pretty badly cuz I remember yeah. I remember beating it out in LA like I I I want to say it wasn't that long ago, but man, 6 years ago at this point. Um great time with that. So good. I yeah. ended up of course like I said playing this on Switch and and loved it and I wanted to get into Bowser's Fury but that was I had my cartridge with me when my original Switch got stolen so yeah. I'll Ooh. play it someday but yeah, yeah 3D World a smash hit on the, one of the best games on the console. Right. Um there were there's 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 more that's come like as ports but there's also games that have still remained to be ported to Switch that we keep that people keep clamoring for like the uh you know both were perceived a little differently but mostly strong the hd zelda ports that we got so at this point i feel i really do feel like those two games and are the on the only real holdouts and then i have a third like ps i kind of want this too but yes. i'll save that one for later but like Ooh. the hd zeldas i own digitally on my wii u my wii u still hooked up by the way which is like crazy to think about that like we both got ours hooked up buddy yeah dude it's hooked up on the whim that i might want to play an hd zelda game (laughs) like that's crazy because i i i almost never want to (laughs) but like but i have twilight princess and i i played through wind waker hd that thing was gorgeous that was one of the best zelda experiences i ever had it's it's kind of crawled down my list in terms of favorites over mm-hmm. time but after i had played it i was convinced it was my favorite it just was so it was so fun did you ever bla- blast through that one on wii U? yeah i don't i think i finally got i got that the the wind waker hd yeah. remake because it was only 20 dollars on the eShop, maybe in 2018 or so right yeah and so it's, it was cheap it's so good that's one i'm that's a game i'm very familiar with so it was easy to play through a lot i think that is while I like the way that the GameCube one looks better, the way that it was shaded and the models were designed, um, this is the best way to play that game. And this is, I mean, easily my favorite example of how useful the gamepad could be while playing yeah. a game on your TV. Because it would be, instead of having to open up your map of where you're sailing, you got all your stuff right there, including your yeah. menu. Like, that. then that's something that will certainly not be as good if and when it comes to switch it'll still be great uh but that was amazing i love that version of that game uh and then i also liked while less was done seemingly with it or less of an overhaul i like twilight princess a lot on it too i finally played that hd version i had like way better than the switch version honest or the sorry the wii version yeah i i haven't messed around with this too much but by all accounts, it just seems really good. I know that they, they kind of messed up some of the character models look way freakier in HD than they did. I wonder if it's like the HD that does that. 
Yeah, uh-huh. I, they they. Sh- I remember some tweets going around that was showing the side by sides of like just oh. like people's necks would get longer in HD and like weird like. What's well, not to like about that? I know. Give me more <laughs> neck, please. Uh, but yeah, and I remember them them like. But they also did some quality of life stuff to that game as well. I will. I will play that eventually on you know on Wii U if it doesn't come to Switch in the next couple of years it's- or so. I mean, it's pretty great. The the I also use the men. There's not as much that's helpful in it. But you do have your map and your menu on that second screen on the gamepad. Yeah, um, which is great. Uh, but what I like about it is that it's built on the framework of the GameCube version, which is which it has the flipped world and Link is a lefty, not a righty like the Wii. Uh, oh, okay. So it's you know it was a mildly different experience for me. When I finally played through it. But yeah, those two ports are, you know, they're still sitting on Switch. And it's one of those things where this was such a, because the Wii U got down bad early, Nintendo was very creative with what they did. And this era, they offered up so much to their fans because they needed to sell consoles. They needed to make money any way they did. So that's why the virtual console on this thing Mm -hmm. is amazing. It includes DS games, like you said, which is just psycho, but awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then at the same time, they were, yeah, they were trying fun stuff. But right now, because they are just, they're making gobs and gobs of money. The Switch is on its mm-hmm. way to overtaking the Wii as the best selling console. They right. don't need to release stuff like these Zelda games because they, they, they're going to wait for a rainy day, which kind of sucks. Well, you know, I, I, th- I, I'm of two kind, I'm kind of two minds about that, right? Oh, yeah. Like they, they. <sighs> They did do it. They did re-release yes, this they did. crap. And just because we didn't no one bought it <laughs> doesn't <Yeah. laughs> mean they didn't do it. And they did and and doesn't mean they didn't do it pretty recently. So I'm That's thinking true. about like Twilight Princess and, and and yes, we do want those. But if I'm Nintendo, I'm also like I you know, I'm grateful that they do make new shit. I want them to yes. be making the new shit. Like I and so it's like I it's it's a weird thing where I assume it'd be pretty cheap to just port those HD games over to Switch and just let us have it and whatever and let the chips fall where they may. Um, so it is sort of weird that they haven't done that yet, especially with the Zelda games. But there are there are cases too where like Switch ports have come out of Wii U games that maybe didn't hit as hard or do as well. Mm. Thinking specifically of a game that was always talked about as being this hidden gem on the Wii U, which was the... Um, is it Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Dude, that and uh, and the Wonderful 101... Oh, yeah. ...were lauded as like these incredible things, and they're both on Wii U and like kind of wet-farted when they came out. Like I don't think any... To the like, Switch? I, I own them. Yeah, yeah. To the Switch, sorry. I but I don't think I don't know. I didn't hear a lot of people like getting super sucked into those. Yeah. There was also like Bayonetta 2 was another great That's game right. on the Wii U that got moved over. I at this point though, I I really think it seems like mo- they have rescued most things from the Wii U except those two Zelda games and, and? a game I don't think that they're ever going to port over, which is Star Fox 0. Oh yeah. Didn't um, that use the gamepad functionality heavily? Big time, big yeah. time. It was sort of a it was sort of a mess of a game and sort of a confusing thing because some levels heavily required the Wii U gamepad. Mm. Some you were on foot, some you were in a vehicle. You know, Star Fox is always best in the air when you're in a 
our wing or whatever and always much worse when you're on foot or doing anything else in yeah. them and like i i don't know i i i really like star fox zero because it's it is such a weird weird game and mm-hmm. but it looks so good and it is the last like mainline star fox game that we got and Oh man, it that that one would be really cool if they if they were to somehow yeah. fix the controls and figure out how to put it on Switch. Mm, I the one I was thinking of that's not here yet that they could oh. do it anytime is uh Xenoblade Chronicles X. That's a good point actually. Um Xenoblade Chronicles X was a depression game. Like I remember being out here and being like <laughs> like I have no friends and I and I need to I need to just sink hundreds of hours into something. I played about seventy five hours of Xenoblade Chronicles. I love I I and I I will say, you know I I will buy every Xenoblade game as they come out. Yeah. I have all three of them for Switch. I don't know if I love those games. I yeah. don't know if they're up my alley really. Um, mm-hmm. Even as terms of RPGs, have you had any experience with the Xenoblade games? No, have been fascinated by the idea of them for a long time, especially when two came out because that was an early Switch game as well. Yeah, I would maybe even was that a launch year game? I, don't I think know. it was launch. That year. was a huge. That year is insane. Uh, yeah. But I was fascinated. I've heard so many. All I hear is good things about the new one. Um, yeah. and I've heard that you don't even need to play the old ones. So if I ever play right. one, I think it's going to be three. Yeah. It, it might be worth it. You know, I've, I have lied to myself telling myself I'm going to play all three of them and like play yeah. them in order. And like, I've pl- put about 25 hours in the first game and just mm. like, am like, cannot do yeah. it. It's, it's like, uh, but maybe you'd have a much better time. And also maybe in three, they've fixed a lot of what I don't like about it, which is like slow Oh yeah, combat, not really that active or that fun. Yes. Very MMO. It feels a little bit like World of Warcraft more than anything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that is, a, that is a really interesting game to bring up. Xenoblade Chronicles X. It's almost weirder that that game's not on the Wii U, but Tokyo Mirage Sessions is. That's yes. a weird game. That's, that is uh what is, what is it a uh, persona with fire emblem characters. Yes. It's the st- weirdest thing. Absolutely wild. Uh Yeah. There's probably more stuff like some smaller things that haven't been brought but they have ported a ton of these the, their big releases to Switch um yeah. which I'm really happy to have had a more an easier way to play them or or like for most people a way they're going to play them. But right. they were great on this system too and this system Man, it it remains for me my sort of virtual console hub, and I still plan to add money to my Switch account or to my (laughs) Nintendo account to make some last-minute purchases on this and the 3DS before things close in, I think it's March or April of next year when it officially shuts down, and it's going to be nuts. But that's pretty much how I use the Wii U now is to go back and play games that aren't on the aren't on switch online um or that i bought years ago on my wii and then the occasional wii u game it's just a little rare to have a reason to do that the games club was great last year because i played both wind waker hd and twilight princess hd but now i'm like i'm sort of like itching for a reason which is why i've been hovering over these auctions uh, yeah right so we'll see I what what are you planning on buying digitally on the Wii U? Because that because I I was before they shut down where you couldn't add money to your account anymore. Yeah. I went through and I 
I spent about a hundred bucks just grabbing all the 3DS stuff that yeah. either was like way too expensive or indie, a uh, digital only titles. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I got everything I wanted on 3DS. And then I was planning to do the same thing with the Wii U. And when I finally got there, there was nothing. There was like oh, nothing yeah. specific to it digitally that looked really good like I wanted it. There was one Mario versus Donkey Kong minis game. Oh, cool. But I don't even think I bought it. Uh. And then it was just the Zeldas. I went ahead and grabbed those. And yeah. You know, what are you going to get? <laughs> if I get anything, um, because I'm going to hold out for getting discs for their. For a lot, a lot of the games, because that's going to be mm-hmm. way cheaper than the eShop price, even if it's discounted. Uh, it's sure. going to be a lot of virtual console stuff because uh, it's like the cheapest way to get. Like I bought Minish Cap on it, which yeah. was like ten bucks, and it's way easier than getting an actual copy of that. I mean, sure, right. I could totally get EverDrive, but there's a handful of games because they have a bunch of GBA stuff on there, yeah. which is just so expensive. Uh, so probably some GBA and some like Super Nintendo. Stuff yeah. that I just want to own that's not either on the mini. Um, because at some point, I am i don't... Who's to say what Nintendo's going to do with their uh, their current Nintendo Switch Online subscription right. service? I like owning the game. And like yeah. being like, if I don't subscribe to this thing, I want to be able to play it. So that's yeah. probably it for me. I have, a, I, have a, I have a pretty decent little collection of eShop stuff on my Wii U. So I think I, I got like... Three or four GBA stuff, three or four Nintendo 64 stuff. I got the Zeldas on the DS because I wanted to like, see yes. what that looked like, and <laughs> and I'm and I feel like pretty happy with what I have on there. You good, know what I mean? Good. It's like it's like it's like not um not a ton of stuff, but it's like specific things like the Metroids, the Zelda, and the yeah. Aria of Sorrow or something. I have those and and uh, yeah, and and I will say that like the the Nintendo 64 stuff is a complete nightmare on the Wii U, yes. but the GBA stuff is great. There's nothing, you know, there's not much to mess up there. So it's totally. like, those play great. And, you know, they, in bed, you can hold oh. up your little thing and play it like handheld if you want. And yeah, so I, you know, d- definitely before those games go away, that could be a nice, nice thing to go through and grab, grab some of that stuff. I do. I think you make a good point, though. I don't think there's going to be some big haul for me. I think it's maybe some 3ds stuff, but the Wii U, it's not a ton. Um, I'm waiting. I'm always waiting for someone to come out and be like, "Oh, you guys never heard of Astral Crawl, the Wii U <laughs> exclusive? It was the best game ever." You know, I'm always waiting for someone to like tell me about a game that I haven't heard of or I don't know about. Yeah, it's like huge, huge, hugely surprising or something. It'll happen after the. The, right the service shuts down and then we'll be pissed. Yeah, right. It's like they never made it on disc, but it changed the world. And it's like, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know if that really exists. But but I do like, I will say something that I do find kind of melancholy about the Wii U is because there are so many Switch ports, even if those aren't the most optimal way to play some of those games because they don't have the Wii U gamepad, it makes it kind of sad that this is the, this is the one Nintendo console that's becoming almost like there's no reason to go back to it. Yeah. Like even the Wii, there's so much reasons to go back and turn on your Wii. There's so many games on that that are just locked onto that. And GameCube, Super Nintendo, they're all, you know what I mean? Like so many reasons to own one. Wii U, it's becoming less and less important. Once those Zeldas get ported to Switch, 
it really is a ripstone. There's like yeah. one game, one to one or two games left. Man, that, like, that is a bummer. Yeah. And, and of course, you can always just play games on your Wii U. You don't have to play the Switch ports, but it is it is, it is weird that they've they've successfully buried it in a, in yep. a lot of ways. Um, even the Virtual Boy, <laughs> like yeah, like 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 those games are nowhere else. Uh, <laughs> this this is a weird um, this is a weird console of just like yeah, we're it's over, it's done. Don't even don't even think about it. Um, yeah, such a it's, blip. It's really it is that is melancholy and, and a bit sad. I I am. You know, as much as we we both have enjoyed this console, I'm happy at least that we that Nintendo bounced back with their next console and some of the stuff that they tried on the Wii U, they innovated on for the Switch, and I'm glad that they did it uh, because it's such a bountiful time to be a fan of Nintendo's franchises and games. And you know, Nintendo oftentimes they have these they it's a roller coaster ride with their consoles. The Nintendo Entertainment System and the Super Nintendo are like the only time they've had two successful back-to-back home consoles because the N64 uh-huh. took a dive and the GameCube took a further dive. The yeah. Wii was uh, blew up, the Wii U died, and now the Switch, it's like just up and down, up and down. So yeah. I'm not, I'm sad that the Wii U ended up having the fortune that it did, uh, but I am thankful that we Nintendo rebounded with the switch um jeremy any last thoughts uh on the on the wii u as we sort of finish up our overview no no last thoughts other than i mean i guess just it's a funny anecdote i did play breath of the wild all the way through on the wii u i'm oh one of those freaks goodness. so yeah. y- using your gamepad as a, as a map <laughs> and as your sheikah slate you freak i know it was that i did i and then i replayed it all the way through again on the switch but yeah, I played it the first time on the Wii U. Great time. Amazing. Great time. Um, well, Jeremy, uh, thank you uh, for helping me, you know, do our little overview episode on the Wii U. Uh, this was a, this was a blast. Uh, we are going to be doing um, maybe the most one of the most challenging space solaces ever, if if at least not since our Vita space solace, where we we do the Wii U quite soon on Video Games a Comedy Show. So look forward to that, dear listeners. I would love to know. If you're listening to this, if you have a Wii U um, or you want to get one, what are some titles that you like that you're looking forward to or any memories you have with uh, with Nintendo's uh, biggest failure? Because <laughs> um, uh, I, I would love to hear from people on that. And on our way out, I want to, uh, before we do some plugs, I'm going to just thank our patrons. Uh, thank you to all of our supporters, including... Uh, Bobo Tabodi, Seth Roberts, Chaz Cheeto, Burnt Pop-Tarts, Eddie Martin, David Danella, Derek Fashino, Nick Sahoya, Darren Lau, Nathan Edwards, Gabe Valdez, Benjamin Hall, Tyler Dather, and Mauricio Diosis. Uh Jeremy, what do you have to plug on the way out? Oh, nothing. Just thank you so much for subscribing to the Patreon. Um, tomorrow will be our last Donkey Kong Games Club, Ugh. so make sure you tune into that. It's a good one. Um, we also just kind of reflect on Donkey Kong in general towards the end of that episode. Um, it's a good time. And, uh, yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be probably introducing some sort of poll here pretty soon to, um, get everyone's input on what maybe they would want to hear us cover in a games club scenario. If perhaps we were to change up the games club 
to being less focused on an entire series of a game and more focused on the actual game itself over a few months or so. Uh, so be in touch about that or stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, that's about it. Killer. Uh, yeah, you can find me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. Uh, and that's about it um, for this episode of uh, Super NPCs. Uh, we'll have one more coming for you. Actually, no, by the time we get there, is this the last one for November? Let me just open up my calendar. Uh, yes, this is the final episode for November. So we'll have one coming to you in December and we'll finish out the year. So thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next With the all new Wii U, this is how you will play next. play next.